and welcome to the Teach On Teach Strong podcast. I'm Katie, I am your host and this is a podcast especially for us teachers. We get enough professional development but what about personal development? No one ever helps us with things like resilience and mindset and general well-being and that's what we're doing on this podcast because we need this kind of support, you know? Teaching's hard. So <laughs> that's what we're doing here. We are on episode 125. So if you are new here, you've got a whole lot of goodness that you can go and download and listen to and take in and hopefully it supports you in your teaching journey. Let's get straight into today's episode. Recently, I've been tackling a lot of the commonly asked questions from a survey I sent out to my email subscribers a few weeks ago. And this topic was the highest requested with over 70% of you relating to the problem of dealing with an overflowing workload. I hear you. I'm with you. Yeah. And I've been giving lots of tips on this topic over recent episodes. So do make sure you go back and listen to all of them. Don't just look at what the title says because I cover a lot more than what it just says in the title. You know, I touch on lots of different things. They are going to help you with teaching in some aspects. So go back and listen to any that you haven't listened to already. I'm sure you'll find value there somewhere. So with that being said, an overflowing workload is something pretty much all of us have to deal with. And there are many factors that can affect workload, including what stage of your career you're in, what kind of school you're in, what you teach how long you've been at that school. There are so many things that are going to affect it, even what country you're in, what the system's like. But workload is workload. So another way to look at this is, yes, we've all got our different issues, but maybe it's not the load, but how you carry it. I know that quote can cause some feelings of discomfort because it forces us to take some responsibility instead of just moaning about how things are. But I found there is actually some truth to it. Yeah, sorry, I know. Hey, listen, we're going to tell the truth on this podcast. It is how it is. There's no point sugarcoating it. We can moan all we want about the workload, but really we need to deal with it because it is what it is. So let's think of it as something that we can manage. Imagine what it's like when you're packing a bag, right? You could lay your clothes flat and then try to wedge some shoes along the rim, but... If you're rolling your clothes and maximizing space in your shoes to stuff some socks in there or whatever, suddenly you're able to fit in much more than you thought, right? Okay, of course we don't like having to make the bag heavier, but until some things are able to be taken off the plate or removed from the bag in this case, then we have to just do our best with what we've got. Not to mention, you got to give yourself some credit. You get stronger the longer you have to carry this bag. It's true. It's like working out. When you tear your muscle from working out, it builds it back stronger. And that's the point, isn't it? The more you practice something, the better you get. It's the same with teaching. I don't think it's that teaching gets easier, because I don't think it does. But you get stronger and your stamina improves. And that's what makes it feel like you're able to cope better, right? So having said that, I want to add that it could feel like it's more difficult to carry during times of change or during different seasons or times of the school year. For example, even though I was almost a decade into my career when I changed schools, my workload changed significantly and I felt like it was overwhelming. I needed to learn a new way to carry the workload. Starting a new school can feel like you're a first-time teacher again. <laughs> there is 
so much to learn as each school runs things so differently. I was putting in 12 hour days for the first few months, but that was a learning time for me. And what I was doing was I was figuring out systems and starting to put effective routines in place to make things easier to carry. And now it's much better. I leave my work at work. I tend not to bring things home anymore. I leave at a reasonable time. Yes, I am exhausted after a day of work, but I'm able to manage the workload much better than I was when I first started. While I would love to tell you the magic formula to lighten your workload, that's not a reality. We have to carry what we have to carry, you know, most of the time. Therefore, what I wanted to do today was to give you some packing tips. Packing tips for your workload. So little folding and stuffing tricks to help make it a little bit easier to carry everything. Okay. All right. So sticking with the bag analogy, we're going to drag your bag. (laughs) Okay. As you can probably tell, I do love a metaphor. But in this case, I'm trying to be a bit clever because I'm using the packing idea metaphor along with an acronym of DRAG, D-R-A-G. I know, it's it's getting weird now. We've got an acronym and we've got a metaphor all in one. But hopefully it will help you understand the gist of what I'm trying to portray here. It's very hard to do this just over audio, so bear with me. Okay, okay. so to drag your bag, (laughs) what you're going to do is look at all the tasks you have to do and you're going to break them down into four stages. D-R-A-G. And the first is D, which stands for do. Do it. If the task has to be handled immediately, then it goes right to the top of the list and you do it now. That could be teaching a class. (laughs) Yeah, obviously, you have no choice. No one can do that for you either. As teachers, you know, we've got very unique jobs that our day is so structured And we have to be in certain places doing certain things that are completely non-negotiable and we cannot leave. Not even to we. These are what I consider your crucial items that you need to pack in your bag and they take up the most room. Plus, annoyingly, there's nothing you can do to squish them down or make them take up less room either. We can whinge about that or we can just accept it and move on. Here's a hint you'll end up having to do the latter anyway, even if you choose to whinge first. So I'd save yourself some time and just accept it now, all right? Those are not getting smaller. Those are not going to take up any less space. They are what they are. Put them in the bag. R, okay. R stands for review. So what you can do here is assess what can and can't wait and then prioritize your list using the quadrant method you learned about in episode 45, which is called how to be productive without stressing out. Now, I don't want to go down another rabbit hole with the quadrant method right now, because that is quite an elaborate episode there that explains how it works. But basically, you are splitting up your tasks into four categories that will help you review and realize what's urgent and what can wait. I suggest using a whiteboard or something you can see in your face every day so that you don't forget anything. But yes, check out episode 45 so you can start prioritizing your list sensibly. Okay, A. A stands for assign. So what on your list can be delegated to someone else? Sometimes as teachers, we can be quite bad at this. We're so used to taking on the world and doing everything ourselves and we don't want to burden anyone else as we know they're stressed out too, you know, 
hashtag teacher guilt. But what if we look at it differently? What if we offer trades to help us with our load? Yes, I could go on a trek to another building, standing in the line for a copier, waiting for the copies and traipsing all the way back to my classroom. But my co-worker's heading down there anyway, so maybe she won't mind running some copies for me while she's there and I can offer to do the same next time. If we come back to the bag analogy, it's like taking something out of your bag temporarily for your friend to hold so that you can make it past this short, rocky climb a little easier. And then by doing the same for your co-worker, if they need your help, you're then supporting each other and that eliminates the guilt feeling too because it's a trade-off of mutual support. Also, as I say, 30 bodies are better than one. <laughs> so don't overlook those little people in your class who are eager to please you and help you out. And, you know, maybe they get an excuse to not have to do work for a few minutes. You know, win-win. One of my favourite classroom jobs is the recycling job. And I like to sell it by advertising, who wants to go on an adventure? <laughs> and they lap it up as they get to leave the room and walk past everyone else's classes and then run outside and... They have a great time and it saves me a lot of time as well. Win-win. And G stands for get rid of it. Yeah, this one is liberating. And although at first instance it can feel like there's nothing that you can take out of your bag, but make sure you take time to ask yourself whether you really need to do something. I know it feels like you have to do it all, but there are always things that you can get away with not doing and it won't make a blind bit of difference honestly there are so are there some emails that don't need responses maybe or displays that don't have to go up right now and like I said at different times of the year your bag may be easier to carry than others depending on what's going on so if you're on that rocky uphill climb it's observation week you've got parents evening and reports all happening on one week there's a lot going on you might want to chuck a few useless socks that you can live without right no one's really going to notice but when the walk is smoother you can adjust your load and take on a few more things right Hopefully that has given you some ideas on how you can manage your overflowing workload. Just adjust how you carry things and what things you do and how you're using the support system around you. All right. If you like this episode and want more, you can also check out episode 85, which is titled How to Handle Last Minute Tasks and Unreasonable Demands, because that's another thing that a lot of you are sort of getting stressed out about, the fact that you already have an overflowing workload and it doesn't help when someone else comes in saying, here's more things you need to do. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But these tips should help you sort of learn different skills to manage that. And a final note, of course, we don't want our integrity or the quality of our work to suffer, but we literally cannot do it all at 100% capacity 100% of the time. It's just not possible. So use the drag technique to adjust how you carry your load. All right. So hopefully that helped. If you have any questions about this topic or ever want to get in touch, please feel free to drop me an email at katie at teachersresourceforce.com. And for all the links mentioned in this episode, including the previous episodes mentioned, you can go to teachersresourceforce.com forward slash podcast forward slash 125. Please remember to share this podcast if you have found it helpful, help spread the word. If you notice, we don't put any ads on this podcast. I don't ask for anything. There is no fee. It costs me money, actually, to run the podcast, but I'm hoping that it helps. And if it does, all I ask is that you tell a friend and pass it on. So continue to teach on and teach strong, guys, and I will catch you next time.
拜。